Not only did Northwestern dominate headlines in week zero, they dominated the Big Ten players of the week. Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. Well, as we know, Northwestern got its 31-28 victory in Week 0 in Dublin against Nebraska. Well, the Big Ten yesterday announced the the Big Ten Players of the Week, and there were four honorees, two on offense, one on defense, and one on special teams. Northwestern had three of those. We're going to start out with the, the, the probably most recognizable of the group, uh, the co-offensive player of the week in the Big Ten in Week 0, Ryan Halinski. As we know, Ryan Halinski went 27 of 38 on Saturday for 314 yards and two touchdowns. In the first half alone, he was 20 of 23 for 216 yards and two touchdowns. That is more than Northwestern had in all but three games last year. He had a 86.7 QBR, according to ESPN. He had 8.3 yards per attempt. He also had a 71.1% completion percentage. He became the first Northwestern quarterback with 70-plus completion percentage and 300-plus yards in a game since Clayton Thorson against Bowling Green in 2017. One thing you noticed when you watched uh, when you watched Holinsky back there is the offensive line one gave him time, and you have to give them credit for that. I mean, Pete Skaronsky made a pro football focuses uh, team of the week, but Holinsky, when he sat back there, he was on time and on target the whole game. He was confident. It looked it was apparent. He looked comfortable. At no point did he look rushed or panicked. There was no happy feet or anxiety back there. It was sitting back there as the guy to make plays, and he 100% felt confident in his ability to do that, and he really looked good from jump. I mean, right off the bat, the opening drive did not go for points, got backed up on a, on a false start, I believe, and they ended up having to punt, but he looked confident, he looked comfortable, and he looked like he had a very strong understanding of the offense. And that's something that he's talked about this, this offseason that has been, been significant is that this is the first time in his career where he has had the same offensive coordinator two years in a row. I don't think that can be overstated. I think that's significant. I think that's why you see him he knows where everybody is going to be on every play. He knows where to put the ball. He knows where his receivers are going to be. He's had time to build that chemistry, and you saw it. And then when when the defense makes mistakes, he'll make you pay, just like when Nebraska busted coverage against Ray Niro, and he goes 41 yards over the top for Ray Niro's first receiving touchdown of his career. It really was... It was impressive. It was something that you haven't consistently seen from Northwestern's quarterbacks. When it does happen consistently, Northwestern generally has a 
really, really good season. When it doesn't happen, when it's very inconsistent, when it's subpar below average, you get three and nine years like two of the last three seasons. But, I mean, he looked in control of the game all game long. He never took unnecessary risks, did not turn the ball over, protected the ball extremely well. And that, when when you look at Pro Football Focus's grades for him in Week Zero, I mean, that kind of that kind of bears out. I mean, that 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 kind of shows. I mean, seventy nine point four Pro Football Pro Football Focus grade, eighth out of thirty three quarterbacks playing in Week Zero. Obviously, not all of those quarterbacks that registered in that um, played a Power Five team like Nebraska. Uh, dramatically better than really any point in his career. When you look at his career numbers over his previous three seasons, I mean, it's 19 points higher than his freshman grade, which is his next highest grade. He had a 77.7 pass grade, 10th among 30 quarterbacks that qualified in that stat. Again, I mean, you'll take that. Ryan Helensky wants to ascend to a top third quarterback in college football. This Northwestern team can be very dangerous in 2022. Much more dangerous than everybody thought. I mean, everybody thought Nebraska was on a sleepwalk through this Northwestern team. Didn't think it was going to be a close game at all. I mean, depending on where you look, North Nebraska was going to cover the spread to potentially win by the same margin as last year. And yeah, so Helensky's grade for pro football focus graded out in an A status, which is always good. Um, and is this a sign of what of what's to come? Is this is this a a good omen for the rest of the season? I don't see how you can say it's not. I mean, Northwestern had strong pass blocking really started to assert assert itself in the run game as the game progressed. I think as this offensive line continues to get reps, I think you'll see them continue to get earlier and earlier starts in the run game. As long as the offensive line performs like they did and Halinski believes, has that belief in himself that you saw play out over, over the course of the game Saturday, there's no reason to think he can't do this for the rest of the year. And I firmly believe that this is a sign of what's to come rather than a blip on the radar rather than rather than a one-time spike this is what i think ryan helensky is and i really this is what i thought he was going to be at south carolina when he got there a little inconsistent um ended up getting getting benched ended up transferring to, to northwestern um never found that consistency and then that showed last year when it was just more of the same. Well, now I think we're trying, we're finally starting to realize the talent level that Ryan Helensky possesses. And we're fine. And he's finally starting. He's finally able to show you in it with, with guys making plays like uh, Malik Washington, Ray Niro. I mean, all these other pieces on the edge, Donnie Navarro, if those guys can can continue to step up, I see no reason why Ryan Helinski cannot keep this up over the course of the rest of the season. He's also the first Northwestern off Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week award winner or honoree. 
since Evan Hole, September 27th of last year. So now that we've talked about the offense, just a couple minutes, we're going to move on to the defense and who the honoree is there. But first, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so so we know Ryan Holinsky is the co-Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week. Well, Cam Mitchell is your Big Ten Defensive Player of the Week honoree. Obviously, Cam Mitchell had six tackles. Four of them going for solos, two pass breakups, one of which we'll talk about here in a second, and then the big interception with the 42-yard return. Well, his impact was definitely felt in this game. It was it was a game where the Northwestern pass defense maybe got off to a little slower start than you would like, but really started to come on as the game progressed. You saw Cam Mitchell make a huge play early deep ball from Casey Thompson to Trey Palmer, I believe on a post route and really couldn't have been placed better by Casey Thompson. Trey Palmer goes and high points it, but Cam Mitchell gets in there and pries the ball loose on what was a huge play. Then later kind of uh, in some good coverage, but, Ball that Casey Thompson left a little bit out in front of his his receiver. Cam Mitchell picks off the pass. 42 yards the other way, setting up a touchdown. So, both of those plays were, were instrumental plays. They were um, helped turn the tide of the game and the momentum back in Northwestern's favor. And I don't, I don't think it can be um, debated that Cam Mitchell is the unquestioned leader of this Northwestern secondary. Yes, he got a little banged up in the game, but he was dancing after the game, which is which is a good sign. Generally, um, that means that you're healthy unless you're Jameis Winston on a torn ACL on crutches, which is the only other uh, time that we've seen a hurt player really dancing after a game. So I think this bye week, this off week, comes at a good time to allow Cam Mitchell and potentially A.J. Hampton. We'll, we will see if he's able to come back and for the Duke game. I know he was on a boot, in a boot on the sidelines uh, after coming out of the game pretty early. Can they get healthy? And can they come back for that Duke game? Uh, and then, of course, you got some praise from his former uh Former secondary teammate, uh, Greg Newsom, now in the NFL, he tweeted, quote, Cam Mitchell, best cornerback in college football. And, I th- and Cam Mitchell even talked about it after the game. He was asked, asked about the praise he was getting from Greg Newsom um, 
and he talked about how they they they've been playing together since they were eleven or twelve. Um, and Cam tells Greg Newsom, "Hey, I'm better than you. I'm 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 better than you. I'm I'm the best one of this of this group that's come through recently." Uh, I think I think that Cam Mitchell will only get better over the course of this year. I think that because that that Northwestern pass defense was a little susceptible early. And even Cam Mitchell even said, I mean, on the interception in this postgame presser, he kind of talked about, well, you know, I had a couple bad plays in a row before that. And so I knew that when the play came to me, I had to make a play. Um, but, and he did. I mean, second career interceptions. And then, of course, he tied his career high in pass breakups in the game as well. I just think that, he will only get better. This Northwestern pass defense will only get better, especially if if AJ Hampton is is back and healthy. I really like this unit still. I think this, despite giving up 350 passing yards, um, I think that was kind of a given that that was how Mark Whipple wanted to attack. It was just a matter of um, did Scott was Scott Frost going to to um, make an impact and dictate how they ran the offense, and it really felt like a Mark Whipple offense. A lot of passing. I don't think you'll see a ton of games where you'll see that heavy of a pass split, but I do think that this Northwestern defense is in a good spot. I think the secondary is in a good spot to to continue to be a strength on the team and continue to improve from week zero. All right, so now now we have talked about now we've talked about offensive player co-offensive player of the week and defensive player of the week and Ryan Halinski and Cam Mitchell. Well, turns out Northwestern also had special teams player in the week, a uh, player of the week and we'll talk about that in just a second. All right, so on the uh, special team side of things, this one honestly um, may not be as talked about, but if you watch the game, it was the most noticeable, I felt. I mean, well, Holinsky was pretty awesome, let's be honest. But Luke Akers, the transfer punter from UCLA, son of Eagles legend kicker David Akers. Big Ten Special Teams Player of the Week. Starting to make a name for himself uh, here in his college career. He had five punts for 245 yards. That may not blow blow you uh, away, a 40.83-yard average, but it was the four punts inside the 20. Did have a 49-yard long, but the four punts inside the 20 is the story of the game. He had an enormous impact, especially in, in field position, I mean, Nebraska had five drives start inside their 17. Four of those are because of Luke Akers. The other, some great kick coverage on a Trey Palmer return from the goal line. He didn't get very far, but he had the his first ever punt in a Northwestern uniform was downed at the one-yard line. I mean, what more can you ask for? What more can you ask for to start your career than to do that? Then his final punt 
His final punt was down at the four. But that doesn't do it justice. The coverage unit gets totally deked by Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer runs up with a fair catch sign to the 10, and everybody swarms him. Well, the ball's not there. It's not where the ball landed. The ball, rather, landed at the one-yard line and backed up to the four where it was downed. And it set up the game-sealing interception. I mean, honestly, Northwestern does not win this game without Luke Akers. Everybody else can play the same. Everybody, everybody else can probably play a little bit better. And if you have an average punting, punting performance or a below average punting performance, Northwestern may not win the game. He pinned him deep early, got the first drive that, that the first three and out helped set the defense up for the first three and out, pinned him deep late was going to make them have to go 96 yards to win the game. Obviously, they didn't, as we saw the the interception to end the game. And he's the first, and just like that, he's the first Northwestern Special Teams Player of the Week since Charlie Cabander in on October 26th, 2020. But he set up he all game long. I mean, it, this was a deserved Award a deserved honoree because he set his defense up for success all game long. And you can't ask for anything more from somebody in their first game in your your uniform. He's a transfer. This is this new new place for him. He's he's adjusting to it. And man, he responded. He looked Awesome. And, you know, what I always love, he brought the energy, too. He was celebrating each and every one of these punts, and I love that. I love when you have, when when a punter does something awesome, even though it's a punter, he deserves the, the right to celebrate. I mean, Marquette King... Pat McAfee, all guys like that. That's awesome. I love seeing. I love when you pin somebody inside the five, and you let them know. Um, and that's what what Luke Akers did, and allowed him to win special teams player of the week in the Big Ten in Week Zero. But yeah, Northwestern takes three of four of the honoree spots for Big Ten player of the week. Co-offensive player of the week, uh, Ryan Holinsky. Defensive player of the week, Cam Mitchell. And special teams player of the week, and Luke Akers. We go out on a limb and say if Northwestern continues to have three honorees for Big Ten player of the week, probably going to have a pretty strong year. Um, just my thought. <laughs> we will see uh, if they can keep it up here in two weeks when all of the Big 12 is back in action, or Big 10, rather, sorry. <laughs> All of the Big 10 is back in action, and um, you see you see if them against Duke in, in week two in their second game, and can they keep it up? Can Ryan Helensky keep that top-notch form and win Big 10 Player of the Week again? 
Can Cam Mitchell can continue to improve? I think he absolutely can. And can Luke, Luke Akers continue to be an absolute weapon in the punting game? Remains to be seen, but for now, um, thank you for listening to Locked on Northwestern. Thank you for making Locked on Northwestern your first listen every day for anything and everything Northwestern. I'm your host, Carter Bird. You can follow me on Twitter at CarterBird13 and on Instagram at CarterBird13 Carter as well. Uh, come back later this week as we continue to look at Northwestern's performance in the opener against Nebraska. Then we may talk about some of the games happening in the Big Ten later this weekend. Also, know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Everyday host Nate Dickinson and local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 10 and 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen. Locked On Big Ten.